What is good, ladies and gentlemen? We hope you're having a fantastic day. We are out here on the White With Some Spice podcast once again. My name is Rob. And my name is Butterth. And today we're going to be talking about all about napping. Yeah, napping and sleep in general is, of course, sleep yeah, is just huge. super important to everybody, right? We all sleep. We spend a third of our life sleeping. But if you're lucky, you spend a third. Some people spend a fourth. Ideally, you yeah. want to. Well, the thing with sleep is that it's it affects everything else you do, right? So a lot of people, they'll tell you that when you're, a lot of people, it's almost like the culture these days to brag about how hard you work, mm -hmm. like that workaholic culture. Like, oh, I get up at five in the morning. I sleep for five hours because I'm just grinding all day, right? Yeah. Which is cool, but at the same time, you're, you're not going to get the optimal. You're not going to get the optimal results out of what you're doing if you're not if you're not sleeping enough because sleep right. is just so important to recovery repair right mm -hmm. so one thing to know is that sleep is cumulative so if you sleep poorly one day you, your body needs to make it up yeah. in a sense like you get four hours of sleep one night you, you're gonna be more tired you're not gonna just sleep your normal seven hours the next day and be like okay everything's fine now everything's good so sleep is cumulative right when you when you're behind on sleep it affects so many things like your mood your energy Mm -hmm. performance like physical performance mental performance like memory all the all these different aspects of your life right yeah <clears throat> you also have just a really quick breakdown is the cycles of sleep so there's like optimal amounts of time for you to sleep and everyone varies like by a couple minutes right but it more or less is the same for each person so when you first go to sleep you enter non-rem sleep and REM stands for rapid eye movement. So when you're in non-REM sleep, your eyes are not moving. And there's three stages. This is like the pregame to sleep, right? So you have stage one, which is right after you fall asleep, really short, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. You can be awoken like very easily. Stage two of this is 30 to 60 minutes. You start to have some brain activity, right? You get more relaxed. And then stage three is deep sleep, which is like 20 to 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. And this is when you're really starting to your body's really starting to basically shut down and start focusing on repairing mental, physical, whatever mental, physical things you have, right? And then after these three cycles, you enter REM sleep, which is rapid eye movement, which is actually interesting because I found out that during this, your eyes flutter and move around. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, obviously, you don't see yourself when you sleep, right? But when you're in that deep sleep, that REM sleep, your eyes are moving around but your brain is basically turned off. Like you're not sending any information to your brain, but this is where your body does the repairing. So it's like 90 minute sleep cycles. Everyone goes through 90 to 120 minute sleep cycles. The length of each cycle increases, right? As you go up in cycles. And that's why people say the optimal amount of sleep to get is seven to eight hours. Yeah. Or if you want to sleep, you want to sleep in 90 minute intervals. So if you, let's say you have, you, you're going to sleep really late, right? It's better to sleep four and a half hours than it is to sleep five hours because you're going to wake up at the end of a cycle rather yeah. than waking up in the middle of one. And when you wake up at the end of a cycle that you're more alert, you're more awake, right? Mm -hmm. That groggy feeling you get is usually when you're interrupted in the middle of a deep sleep and then you're jolted awake and you're, you know, you're confused, you're dazed, <laughs> all that shit. But this is where like napping comes in because it's another way you can add energy throughout the day, right? It's another mm -hmm. way you can 
sort of catch up or add to your overall recovery without having to actually fully sleep. But there's a right and a wrong way to nap because a lot of people, like, they'll nap. Me personally, too, a lot of times I nap and I don't get up. I just end up sleeping for, like, four hours. And I wake up more tired than I was before. And then when I go to bed later, I can't fall asleep. And my whole sleep schedule just gets messed up, right, because Mm -hmm. of that. Yeah, that's the whole point, right? Like, napping in itself, right, isn't sleep. So no one in this planet should argue that, like, oh, you don't need sleep. You'll be fine with, like, four hours. Like, no, you're dumb if you think that, right? Everyone needs sleep. Six to eight hours, get it. No questions asked. Otherwise, you're not going to be optimal in anything. But then the idea of napping comes along. There's a lot of mixed opinions in science, right? Some people say you should nap. Some people say you shouldn't nap. But you got to, like, break it down a little more than just listening to professionals' opinions, right? So if you want to just start, like, overall, like you were saying, sleep, right? There's a concept of monophasic sleep, which is in the 24 hours, you sleep six to eight hours. That's it. Rinse and repeat every single day, right? Well, that, you know. So you get all your rest at once, exactly. which is like most people, if they're not napping, you know, mm-hmm. if you have a nine to five, right? You yeah. have shit to do after work. You have that block. Yeah. That's all, all dedicated. Your, it's yeah. just sleep. Nothing else. All you do is sleep. Yeah. But, you know, more recently, science has proven that people do benefit from a biphasal, uh, yeah, a bi- biphasic sleep schedule. So pretty much same concept. You sleep six to eight hours, right? The same period you normally sleep. But in the afternoon... You're going to add a little bit of a nap, you know, 10, 20 minutes. There's like proven science that says like around like 12, like 1 to 12. Not sorry, 1 to 4, my bad. Like you probably experience it too. You're a little, you know, not as energetic as you were when you first wake up. And you're probably not as like energetic as you are in the evening. You're kind of in that middle zone, kind of like something's a little off. You're a little slower. Like your brain waves have proven to decrease around that midday point which, you know, makes sense, right? Because you can't be turned like, to 100% the whole day, right? You need a little off periods, and for humans, it's going to be around that time. So, you know, studies show that if you do take a 10 to, like, 20-minute nap around, like, early afternoon, you can, like, you know, counteract a lot of that negative effects of the grogginess, like, the slowness around that, you know, mid to early afternoon feeling, which I do see as a benefit. Right. Like that's definitely going to be good because you can optimize more time and make it a little better. However, there's a lot of problems with this statement. Because you can't apply this to everyone in a general consensus. Right. Because everyone has their own issues. Right. Like if you first think about it, if you don't sleep well in the night. Taking a nap in the middle of the day isn't going to match like a 10 to 20 minute nap isn't going to fix your problems. Like four hours at night and then 20 minutes and you think, okay, like I'll be fine. No. Not the case at all, right? You're just kind of messing yourself up. It's like the whole concept of, like, I, I, we were talking about this before, right? If you, let's say you get hungry, right? And you're like, you know what? I'm going to eat a snack. Even though dinner's at, you know, like, let's say 7, but you want to eat a snack at, like, 6.30. You eat the snack. Maybe you don't eat dinner on time. Maybe you don't eat the full amount of dinner. You kind of half-ass it. You're kind of not the best you can get. But then that problem stems because since you're not, you're eating later, and you're not eating as much, it's not going to be good. We can apply that to sleep. You'll end up sleeping later, or you might not sleep as much, which will generally ruin everything else. Well, that's the thing too, though, because depending on the study that you're looking at, Mm because I was looking at one study from UMichigan, but basically it's um, the right way to nap, right? So you don't want to enter deep sleep, because when you enter deep sleep and you get awoken from it, 
you're just screwed, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> you like just the start whole feeling off more of like, tired. What year is this? Yeah, yeah. you're you're, you're kind of screwed, right? But so most experts will tell you 20 minutes to 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Some people will say 20, some people say 30, but pretty much everyone agrees no more than 30. Yeah, because that's, that's when suicide. it starts getting it starts getting too deep, right? So when you when you do that right amount of napping, let's say you sleep 20 minutes. It's not going to make up for a terrible previous night's sleep, right? If you mm-hmm. got four hours of sleep, five hours of sleep, it's not going to make up for it, but it will help you get through the day, right? Or even yeah. if you got a good eight hours of sleep, but you had a lot to do and you take that quick nap, it's going to add a little bit boost of energy. It's going to add a little bit of, you know, a little bit of recovery. Like it is going to give you a little bit of benefit in terms of resting, feeling more awake afterwards. But the key is to not go over that certain amount of time. And the point of that is that you're making the analogy about eating before like a meal, right? And you're mm-hmm. not gonna be as hungry. But the power in that study or what it's saying is the power of napping is that when you nap correctly like that, it's not going to affect you going to bed later at night. So if you do take that 20 minute nap, 25 minute nap, you're not gonna feel so awake that when you actually go to bed later, you just can't fall asleep. Cause that's the worst, I think. When you take a nap that's too long, I mean, I fully agree with and you, then, right? Yeah, you try to go to there, bed, you can't. There's the optimal time, but like, I'm sure we, we've both done this. Like, realistically, the optimal, you know, 10, 20 minutes, not enough, right? Sometimes you go a little overboard and you end up screwing yourself. Like, yeah, that is self-discipline, all this stuff, but I still don't see a nap necessarily helping in the terms of like, if you get the proper sleep, I genuinely believe you don't need the nap. Like, I do see its merit and benefit, but I think that the, so it's like a double-edged sword, right? Like, let's say you nap for too long. Like, yes, you optimize that you nap for 10 to 20 minutes. You do the perfect thing. You're good. You're golden. Rock on. But not everyone can do that. Like, sometimes I'll slip up. And if I do take a nap, it might be for an hour and a half. And I just shoot myself in the foot. And, like, that's not going to be good for me, right? Because I just throw away an hour and a half of my day versus the 10 to 20 original minutes. That still is better, though. If you do nap for longer, you want to nap yeah, the full, for sleep like, in general. Yeah. You want to do it in intervals. You want to do it where it lines up with REM cycles. And there's apps on your phone that track, track your you, sleep yeah. and analyze it for you and tell you the in more detail what your cycles look like. And it basically tells you this is the best time to wake up for you if you're going to bed at this time, right? Mm-hmm. And it's different. It is different for everybody because obviously our biology is all different. But I think the question you really got to ask yourself when you're thinking about napping is, you know, do I think that I got the right amount of sleep the night before and will this actually help me? And will I actually wake up in 10 to 30 minutes? Cause if any of those are a no, I feel like taking that nap is going to do more harm than good. That's and, true. Me personally, I don't really nap. Usually I just suffer. <laughs> if I'm tired. Like, yeah. I, Cause I have such a bad relationship with napping. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have the discipline to actually get my ass out of bed. Yeah. So I just, I just know, you know what I'm saying? If I'm napping, then if I'm really tired, I'm just going to go to bed earlier that night yeah, and try to get like more sleep. It depends on the person, right? Like yeah. for you, you can't do it. For me, I can't discipline myself to take the 20 minutes. Like I got it. If I'm, if I'm putting my head down, it's going to be at least for six hours. I'm going to be knocked out. Yeah. But you know, it's person to person and you know, I'm not, we're not saying don't nap because you know, if you need it, you need it. And you think it's going to work for you in the positive way, go for it. Right. It's all about you got to know your body. Like that's the most important part of this whole thing. Right. Know your body. Know what works for you. 
and just try to like do whatever you can to keep it in line that's true i also looked into this too where like a power nap is exactly what it kind of implies it's mm-hmm. it's going to give you that little bit of extra boost to keep on like pushing on with your day but it definitely does not replace deep sleep let's say you take a bunch of short naps it's not going to be the same as actually sleeping for let's say four and a half hours right Mm -hmm. because i looked into it for muscle recovery yeah makes sense and basically growth hormone is what is released when you enter deep sleep or rem sleep and that the growth hormone is what repairs everything right and Mm -hmm. the reason you need sleep is because it provides you with the physical recovery and the mental recovery. The reason why you cannot stay awake for more than, let's say, three, four days. Of course, people stay awake for longer, but they're just experiments, right? They're just doing crazy shit at that point. <laughs> the reason your body physically shuts down is because it needs to it needs to enter deep sleep so that it can process what you experience, right? It needs to repair your body. It needs to clear your mind because you have all this brain fog, all this information in your brain. It needs to take that and it needs to register it and process it that's why things like memory are affected when you don't sleep correctly. Right. Mm. So like, let's say you study for a test. That's why people tell you when you study, you need to sleep because that's when your brain actually processes the information and like locks it in. You know what I'm saying? And then it clears your head for the next day so that you can be fresh, alert, awake, keep going. A lot of people too, there's this concept of taking caffeine. So this would never work for me because as soon as I drink caffeine, oh, yeah. I don't know if it's placebo, but as soon as the caffeine like touches my lips, I'm awake. You know what I'm saying? It's uh-huh. like uh, something switches in my brain and I'm like, okay, it's time to get active. But there's a lot of people too that drink caffeine and then sleep because technically it takes 20 to 30 minutes for the caffeine to actually like hit you properly, to actually hit you properly. Yeah. To start kicking in. Oh, so they see, take it and the then they, they, they like they drink the caffeine and immediately nap. And then their alarm rings 20 minutes later. Oh, and so it's like that combined feeling of waking up from a little power nap plus the caffeine is starting to hit you and then you're actually like woke you know what i'm saying you're like okay i'm ready that's like does it like work well you think i i don't it wouldn't work for me because like i was saying like as soon as i drink caffeine like i i'm not i'm not putting my head down you know what i'm saying something in my brain just switches obviously we're not you know promoting the idea of taking caffeine and then napping by no means but but people do it and it works for them right and there's also people that do it and it doesn't work Mm -hmm. you gotta test it out yeah we'll put some of the sources out because i also looked at the studies some people they test worse after they take the caffeine wake up from the nap mm-hmm. in theory it should be beneficial but they actually test worse on things like fatigue or like performance mental performance but then obviously for some people it does work for them so yeah we'll just put like all the studies we'll that we put found, some of the yeah. studies that we looked at as references in the description i think it's something that people should look into though because you spend a third of your life yeah, sleeping. A third of your so life is sleeping. Might so might as well learn about it. It's important to like have a good relationship with sleep and be able to recover properly. I mean, that's all. I think that's all I really got to say, right? Yeah, that's all from me. I mean, yeah, just you know, learn your body, sleep right, nap right, do everything within reason, and find what what works best for you. Because you know, your happiness, your health, and your general well-being is probably the most important thing. That or it should be the most important thing to you. Because if you keep that all straight, the rest of your life is going to be perfect. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a fantastic day.